0: The cat sat on the Necrobuster? Night bomb actually are, you know, it gets a political time. Corbation of what it be, the other. When you go camping, you get a to see the Milky
1: Way Galaxy. we rock by attitude, too. We're just gonna try to, you uh, know, know, gross uh, you out with our music.
0: Yo, what's up? This is John from Noise Dosage Media, bringing you some of the most innovative and unique extreme metal musicians on air to have an in-depth conversation about things you probably didn't know until now. Before we unravel this episode, we want to bring attention to our driving force of visual creativity begrudgingly benny creates one-of-a-kind creatures that you can't find anywhere else but below his focus is on old school style slimy stippling that is budget-friendly for all bands or tattoo desires stay updated on the sludge by following at underscore benny on instagram wither designs raises the dead with pen and ink and gives them new life with acidic color Withered is eager to accompany your next album, merchandise or zine with new kick-ass necromantic artwork. Keep up with the horde by following him at Withered designs on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in and uh let's dive into this. So I wanna first start off by saying like holy hell,
2: like the new album is so good. Like and I'm not just saying that, like it, it is like really good. And the drums like come through the mix like crazy.
1: Uh, oh, thank you so much! It's very nice to hear this, especially because we went for a more organic album kind of sound. So it's yeah, really nice yeah. to to hear that the drums like came out nicely.
2: Well, well, I, I just feel like nowadays, um, uh, especially in death metal, the drums get kind of uh, the organic part is kind of lost in my opinion. Sometimes the the triggers are a little bit too much, but like the the new album it's like very um it, it it feel it like it sounds like a real drummer like behind the kit
1: oh that's so cool to hear and yeah i i mean and i have nothing against people that uh, prefer to put more uh, trigger sounding things and, and and stuff like that it's depending it depends on the style of the drummer but i really like the fact that um i might sound life the same way as in studio, you know?
2: Right, right. Yeah, because like there's some YouTube videos of like playthroughs and stuff and it sounds like almost like identical.
1: But, oh th- uh... those those were actually uh I'm happy to hear this, but those were like I just recorded the image and we put the studio sound on top because I don't have mics, so it sounds like shit if I don't
2: oh, use right. the studio no, no, <laughs> yeah. you're good so so with with the band uh like it's kind of been weird because like there was no nervosa and then there was like the a period where we were questioning what you were gonna do and um i saw the logo and i was like what is this and i kind of looked deeper into it and i was like somebody like somebody like that i know did this logo and like I'm just kind of curious on how you guys were like, you know, let's get Lord of Logos to make Crypto's, like, image, you know?
1: Uh-huh. Um, it, It's, well, since I started playing music um, with my first band, I was still learning how to play blast beats and stuff like that, really learning. Um, the first guy that I heard about that made Logos, of course, was Lord of Logos because I think he's the most known one yeah <laughs>
2: yeah
1: he's the dude and then uh first time i heard of him uh, when i was very young with my first band i sent him an email asking for the price how it would be like the average price for making a logo i thought it would be way too expensive for me since he was famous and, and so on and actually he's the cheapest dude that exists that draws logos for people it's insane it's so cheap. um I, uh, it's actually kind of unbelievable when, when he sent prices. It's so cheap. I don't know if he changes because he's making for a logo for someone in Brazil, you know, or if it's different for Europe and United States and stuff like that. But, but for, for us, it was always very cheap to make with him. So since I started to play, I made my first band's logo with him. And then I made a order, a logo for him with him for another band from the area that I played with in studio. And then uh, now with Krypta and some other projects too, that like I needed him to tell me if he could do something here and there. And he just does because it's, he's so cheap and so fast and he's the best. Like uh, I, yeah, I think I will never make logos with anyone else.
2: Right. And, and like, i remember seeing that logo in specific i didn't know anything about the the project that was to come and i was like i'm like i gotta i gotta hit this guy up like his quotes man. these logos are looking crazy good uh but i yeah i gotta buy his book i gotta buy his book of logos because uh i've been meaning to like read it and check it out
1: yeah me too and uh He's so fast. The, the guy is unbelievable, honestly. It's the best professional.
2: Right. Um so going to like the studio and stuff, um, I'm kind of curious. I, so I'm not a drummer, but I'm a guitar player and stuff. And I'm just curious as to, you know, like when pulling sounds in the studio, what are you looking for in specific within like the mix for like acoustics and stuff like that?
1: um i found out a lot in studio what i wanted to hear from myself like i came there with an idea and because all the albums that i recorded i had a, a single idea for what i wanted to sound like and then i never could accomplish that uh and then with krypta i came with the same idea as always that i always wanted to accomplish and it ended up that it didn't quite work for me um, I thought that I would like, for example, on drums specifically, um, a more, uh, deep sounding snare, something more uh, low than, than to, to the high aspect of it and, uh, yeah. stuff like that. And then we tried some low tuning, uh, snares and it just sounds so bad, uh, at, at least for me, you know, like, uh, uh, m- m- how can I say this? Uh, sorry for my English, by the way. Sometimes I just no, get, no, really... no, you're all right. No,
2: you're good.
1: <laughs> uh, um yeah, some bands that I listened to that have this very low tuned snare, but then oh, it didn't work for me. It sounded very odd with the rest of the, the mix, maybe because I, I used the, the rest of the kit kind of high, so it, it just didn't match. Uh-huh. But we kind of found out in the way, uh, testing many tunes in the tones and for the kick and for the snare. The only thing that I really knew that I wanted and I, and I will still asking in the, in the future albums is that we don't use triggers or, um, samplers afterwards and, and this kinds of, um, this kind of technology. Not that I have anything against this. As I said, um, I, I always like to clarify it because some people think that I'm, I'm those trigger <laughs> haters. They're yeah, like yeah, yeah. trigger is cheating and stuff like that. And it's not not this. I'm not that person. I just myself prefer to uh, not have it and sound just sound just like I would sound if someone was standing in front of the drum kit, you know? Right. And yeah. the, this was yeah, and it was basically that for the drum kit. But for the rest of the band, it was very similar. Everyone kind of wanted to just um, put the microphone and record, and then
2: right on yeah i mean like it's weird because i feel like there's a mixture of people that i've talked to where they go into the studio and they're either like they're how i put this they're very either narrow like narrow-minded and they don't really let the engineer do a lot of it or they have uh you know the the how do i put this <laughs> yeah like you either go into the studio and you have a really really tight vision or you go in and you have a loose vision and it turns out amazing you know what i mean like there there's two, uh-huh. yeah. two different ways um,
1: yeah oh uh, yeah I don't really,
2: I, death, death metal for sure i feel like that that uh is something
1: I, yeah i i thought i had a tighter vision when i went to studio But then as soon as I started to test stuff, I was just like, Oh, um, I (laughs) think I do not understand about this. Um, I wanted, I wanted my snare to echo a lot, you know. Is this, is this right in English? Echo? Like echo a lot?
2: Right. Right.
1: Like lots of delay, I think. You know, those very deep and snares from old school, uh, recordings and stuff. And then it just sounds like shit when you blast beat like that, you
2: know. right and then
1: yeah uh but i i actually think that for the next album for for the drums at least i will come with no requests at all because i just i don't know anymore it's just better to come get there and see what people think
2: right and i and i feel like with okay guitar you just put in a quiet room and it works but i feel like drums is a little bit more complicated because like it it it's really dependent on the room. I feel like you could have million-dollar microphones, uh, but if you're in a crappy room, you know, it's all over. Yeah,
1: yeah we had a Gladly, uh very big and very nice room. We recorded in one of the best, like, studios of Sao Paulo, which is a gigantic city in, in Brazil. Uh, mm-hmm. We Not that we have... Um, not that, that we could have that in the first album because, um, our budget is not like, you know, as gigantic as the studio will say, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we are friends with the owners of the studio and they kind of support us a lot. So they made like a very special price for us so we could record in there. But, um, uh, I'm glad that we had this gigantic room to record in because, uh, one thing that I also requested and they gladly worked on the album. Uh, is the delays on the tones to make them sound very deep and very right,
2: right, right? Yeah, I got, like a, I got like a morbid, morbid angel type, uh, type vibe off the toms for sure. Cause they they tend to do that where it's like very, it it, it kind of sounds like a chant. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like um, it they just yeah they they're deep. Very deep.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um I like I all I thought when I went there was about one band called Anthropomorphia or Anthropomorphia in English, maybe. But um oh I love the, the those drums so much. I even asked the vocalist once where they were mixing the drums and how they were doing because I wanted to sound exactly like they sound like. Yeah. Um at least I think at least for the tones I got my accomplishments uh my thing was done uh i could sound like i imagined and it worked it was it wasn't uh odd
2: right 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 yeah i feel like i mean i've definitely heard some records where the toms they just don't make it through the mix because maybe it was just like in a a little tiny room and uh that's that's definitely a good point
1: yeah um I had times where we sampled the tones afterwards, cause yeah, we we just wanted to make it more clear in the end result, and we decided to kind of mix with uh, sampling. And it's just, I don't like it for myself. I I don't know how to play and and add samples afterwards. I I think it always sounds so. Weird with me, uh, I see that it works for many people, and i I can't tell that there's sampling done, but uh with me it always sounded very very robotic uh I don't know why, but um I always feel like it's it's too right maybe i, I don't play too right that's the thing, and then when you sample with some sample put samples on top of it, it sounds kind of too right, and then it just all goes down.
2: Yeah, I don't know it all goes down so, uh, so this, I have
1: my fears
2: <laughs> this is a this could be a big or a small question for you um you know with crypto like just starting you know to get momentum going here um are there any like bucket list things that you want to check off with this project
1: Oh, yeah, there's many. Um, since crypto became our main band now, my, our main works and everything like that, our priorities in life, I would say, uh, basically every f- big festival that plays metal, we, we have on our bucket list. Uh, we could confirm on Vakin this year, not, not, I mean, not gonna play this year, but we confirmed this year to play next year. And, um, Ah, we wish to play in Rock and Rio and you know, wish to go back to Brutal Assault but with Crypta and Summer Breeze and uh we never played in Hellfest, not even with Nervosa, so that's one that we for sure want to play someday. Stuff like that. And um uh of course to record a new album as soon as I can uh we can. But yeah, stuff like that. I think not very um Weird dreams for been
2: there you go are you uh so so it sounds like you're huge in the like festivals um what about like intimate shows like like small bars like i don't know like 150 people like like would you <laughs> are those your favorite shows because i've heard some people they either love them or they hate them
1: oh yeah i heard this too uh, many bands that I like comment that they don't like festivals. I think it's insane to not like festivals. Like, it's so good, the catering and stuff. Like, come on.
2: Right. <laughs> it's so well, You'll well get I feel, I feel free like food all day long. Yeah, but but sometimes the bands like uh, like Exodus, they did like a documentary and they basically said that, like, they play the festivals all the time and then they... they uh, they enjoy the more intimate shows more like the smaller venues the really small ones yeah. um,
1: i really enjoy both the same and i think my band does too um it, it's like you said the small ones are more intimate and you have more eye contact let's say with people in front of the crowd and you interact more with them and it's kind of just one big energy going on in there with the crowd and the band playing it's kind of the same well um, thing going on together and um, it's easier to i would say because well it's intimate it's small you just get your stuff done in, in the stage and uh it's very easy to make it work but um festivals are great uh I, I love them uh you get to meet first of all uh many of the bands that you like and you get to watch them all day long and for me the live in brazil and or the girls uh it's not very common, actually not common at all that you have like those merch places like you have in European festivals that you just go to some place in the festival and there's like many, many, many stores with crazy merch going on. We don't absolutely don't have this in Brazil. You go to festivals and there are maybe two tiny, tiny stores, and it's not even very exciting, huh. so we don't it's it's such different experience for us that come from South America and uh, it's so big for us. So I, 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 of course it's okay that people don't think the same, but I cannot understand not liking festivals there. It's so good. You spend the whole day there watching the bands that you like, meeting the people that you like and that you always admired and meeting new people that you might work with in the future. And the drum kit is there and there is a guy to help me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just help me put it on. I, I don't need to do all the work myself. Uh, there's usually much more time for me to set up. I don't need to set up in 15 minutes. And, um, uh, the catering is just there. You don't kind of have a time to eat and go to the hotel and go back. And it's just so, so it's so easy. I feel like you go there and just, you just spend a great day in the festival and then you get to play too. And it's ginormous. It's just a win-win situation. Uh, yeah. Love venues, but uh, festivals are quite an experience.
2: So, yeah, that, that it's it, 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 it's kind of funny because, like, I've went to hundreds of concerts my whole life, and the one festival that I'm planning on going to, Maryland Death Fest. I hope mm-hmm. to God it's going to happen this year because I'm going to go.
1: Yeah, I, I wish I could go to.
2: I can't wait! Like it's going to be so cool. Uh, there's so many good bands, and the, I I can't even fathom like 150 bands playing in like three days. Like that—that's insane.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I wish we could play there. I don't know if you fit the cast, but uh, I wish so. I wish Maryland that fast. If you're hearing, I yeah. would very much like to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pack your bags. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, yeah um so the last thing is i like to uh do this every episode is you know what advice could you give to someone who's trying to do what you do but has no idea how to do it
1: uh first of all you first need to know that you like what you're doing yeah you you need to be absolutely certain that you like to do like playing an instrument or being a band or whatever uh, is the thing that you're going to attempt to do, because otherwise it's just not going to last. Um, it's hard overall, <laughs> like not saying that playing an instrument is hard. Uh, of course, uh, it has its its challenges, but if you practice, it's OK. But it's hard in the sense that to have a band and work full time with it, to go on tour and stuff like that. We stopped our um, lessons in university, how to say, our high education, maybe. I don't know. We stopped all our education uh, for staying in the band and we quit our previous work and we basically mainly do not see our families or our boyfriends or whatever people we want to see during the entire year. Now, during the pandemic, it's just really easy. but. Normally we would barely stay home or barely do anything else that wasn't related to the band. And even during the pandemic, we are always working with the band from home, responding, like not responding, um, answering emails and doing, dealing with the store and dealing with all kinds of stuff uh, that are related to the band. And if you don't like it, you're probably just gonna, uh, at some point you're going to find this out and, it's just waste, waste your time. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I would just say that, um, uh, make sure you try it for a good amount of time before you put all your efforts into leaving your work and leaving your education and stuff like that. Because you might regret maybe in the future. So I don't know. I'm terrible with advices by No,
2: <laughs> no, that was good. I don't know. That was really good. Uh, I've, had, I've had some funny advices where they're like, "Yeah, I have no advice at all."
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I thought I th- tried to think of something, but I'm really bad with advices. I, no, I don't no. even know myself. Sometimes I'm like, "What am I doing?" Uh,
2: no, my thing is like, okay, when I see people like kicking ass with music, and they're they're like, "Ah, I don't know what I'm doing," I'm like, "No way!" Like, like your music is going places people people know about it and people uh respect it so you got this
1: uh, thanks thank you I'm um
2: so the last thing is uh i usually open up the table for anything you want to promote on your end it could be something that is coming up already happened whatever merch
1: mm-hmm. um absolutely merch i would say because uh this year we do not have uh Lots of stuff to release with cryptota unfortunately um but we will release some stuff that we can't uh tell right now, so um uh, yeah, I think all I can promote right now is that if you're interested in knowing what my band is doing and the future releases that people can follow our social medias and it's um ah, oh. how oh, is that in English uh well, it's crypto on. Instagram and um, Cryptodef on Facebook and Official on YouTube. We are always releasing playthroughs and stuff like that and small videos so we can keep up with um, society. I don't know.
2: About <laughs> posting yeah, was, things. Yeah, Just, no, it's good. A, yeah, lot, of, can, a, a lot of bands uh, don't do that. And, and I I remember seeing like multiple playthroughs. I'm like, this band is going like hard. And yeah, we're we're
1: trying to keep relevant or at least um make people see that we're working. I don't know, uh just to not disappear, you know, like release an album and now we completely disappear till tours start again. So we're just releasing small videos of uh curiosity things or playthroughs, but yeah, um it's all on our YouTube channel and uh for March. If you're from the U.S. and Mexico, we have a store called um, amagenciamexico.com and uh, slash crypto. And from Europe, it's cryptoshop.com and um, Brazil, it's cryptoshop.com.br.